go, here we go. Back at him with Episode 8. Ocho. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. Are we on episode 8? Good gracious, we're veterans now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. We're, uh, I'm trying to think of a famous podcaster. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe, yeah, Joe Rogan's probably the famous, we're, most we're, famous. Where's Steve, where's Steve Harvey? What are we doing? Steve, <laughs> Steve Harvey and Joe Rogan, there we go. That's right. <laughs> um, they have their own podcast, that would be us. Yeah, exactly. Joe Rogan wishes he could be us. <laughs> <laughs> How's the week, man? How's the uh, quarantine treating you still? You know, we're, uh, we we actually drove up to North Georgia this weekend. Oh, and, nice. And saw the mountains and... Beautiful. And we didn't really get out and interact with anybody, but we were to be overlooked and yeah. saw a river or two. And you've been getting out yeah. since uh since things have been laxed. No, well, I I went out and picked something up there. I'm gonna tell you what, people have been running with this whole uh, relaxed stuff because I mean, you got restaurants open, you got stores open, like. Mm. Well, there's some stuff you still don't need, like the Southern Men's Store on the Square in Covington. Like, <laughs> Call you, them I, I promise you, you don't need a toaster shirt right now. I, I promise. Like, you don't. Oh, man. Like, vineyard vines will wait. Like, you'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be all right. Let me uh, use this opportunity now to announce to the men out here with wives who have children, Mother's Day is approaching. It is so, approaching. So start doing your shopping, you online shopping, if... No, TJ Maxx right. isn't open, so you can't go to TJ Maxx like you usually do. No matter what you think, you are not off the hook. No, sir. No, sir. Not off the hook. Unless you're not working, yeah. then maybe you're off the hook. But You might be off the hook. Then. You write a letter or something. Show some show some heart. Don't, don't be like any of these students I got. Just thinking <laughs> they're not going to do any work. <laughs> just, just, just glide on. Shout out. Shout out. If you got a 55, I can't imagine you turn that into a 70. <laughs> I need you to do some work while you're out, please. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyways, here we go, man. Got a great episode lined up for you guys. Uh-huh. Maybe maybe uh, this is a little hot topic. I don't know. It's not as hot as uh, as my uh, best friend talk, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how Facebook treats us on this I one. don't know. This is pretty, if we're talking about the article, this is pretty, pretty heavily. I have some good friends that. I have heated debates with this on. Yeah. Uh, you and I will probably agree, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, you want to introduce or you want me to introduce? Yeah, so there's a really good article. Uh, in, in, uh, I, you know, I'm the I'm the spiritual nerd over here at a magazine called Christianity Today recently. Mm-hmm. And Greg um, probably post this in the, uh, in the Facebook group. But, yep, uh, yep. My title of the article is Why Married Women Need More Male Friends. Mm. Uh and uh, it's kind of a response to something called the Billy Graham rule. Yep. Uh, with much respect to the Reverend Graham yep. uh, and, and what he did, you know, sharing Jesus with folks. But yep. it's just this idea that, that men can't have, like, meaningful friendships mm-hmm. with women. Or, or the, Billy Graham, the Billy Graham rule, which was kind of referred to, is, like, married men – refusing to have private meetings with women like there always has to be another yeah. man or one person present like no business uh, lunch no you know like the pastors would have the the woman coming to the their quarters and none of that that's what he's talking about yeah and yeah i mean it's 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 um 
I can understand uh, not being in a hotel room or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, you know I'm, a, I'm a teacher, and we got certain rules. You know, if a, if a female student comes in my room, yeah, needing help with something, like you leave the door open. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you do. Like don't be wrong. Like this is not this is not saying you you just go out and and just live free because you know we know men and and we know what men can do, but yeah. You know, part of the reason I think that men struggle, and it kind of makes me go back to uh, one of those questions we talked about, about falling in love with a coworker. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that is because I just don't men understand how to have platonic relationships with women. Like, yeah. they, they don't. Yeah. And I don't know about you, like, I have female friends. Now, I don't have, like, don't get me wrong, they're not, like, they're not my, my number ones that I go to at X, but, yeah. you know, I'm a teacher. I teach with plenty of women. Yep. And so... I have, you know, messages that I have to send to them, and, and we, I mean, obviously, we become friends because we work together all the time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've worked at schools where I was the only guy in the school, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know. For sure. You tell me, I, am I, am I, it, it just seems, I, I, mean, right I, I guess I'm saying that I agree with the article that, that, you know, women, by, women need male friends and, and vice versa, and men yeah. need work friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I actually think doing it right, it can help your marriage. Cause, yeah. So. I, I, uh, I've i always had female friends. I think my first friend was a female. Coco. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Coco. She works at Ace Hardware now. <laughs> there you go. Her, her, mom, her mom and my mom were best friends, and that was my first friend growing up. And then, right. I, met, then I met Velo, and then and after that, uh, you know, neighborhoods I've always had. I mean, I, I'm not going to name anybody, but I've, I have close Friends that are, I'm not going to call them girlfriends, but friends that are females. I have right. close ones. I've had them. I always will have them. T, T knows about them. You know, it's not like, that's when things can get weird when, you know, I'm hiding friends. And, you know, that's when, that's. Right. Now, if you ever feel like you need to hide something. That's that's blurring. That, that's that's too yeah, much. Yeah, then you, then you probably need to rethink well, yeah, where that relationship is. So, I'm, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, for. For for example, I got a close friend. She she took me out. She she was a uh, she worked at a jewelry store, mm-hmm. and me and her met up, and we shopped for jewelry for tea. Um, what was it? I think it was Valentine's Day. You know, some women would freak. How dare you meet another woman? Yeah, to shop yeah, for that's me. Funny. That that's funny. Uh, I remember I did that exact same thing uh, with my friend Alexis when I was shopping for wedding rings with my wife. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shout out to Alexis. Uh, a great friend of mine who, you know, I'm great friends with her husband too. And, and, you know, yeah. we live, he and I live together and, but, but I consider her just as good a friend as I do him. Like, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. 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 Wrong, the communication is going to be different. I, I obviously, I communicate with, with her husband more than I do her. Yeah. But, you know, I can carry on a conversation in friendship with her. Like, yeah. It's not a, yeah. You know, she was going through a divorce, you know, me and T were there for her. So we, she's just a family friend. It's not like you know she's my friend. You know, T you can't talk to her ever. She's just a family, close, like a sister almost friend. And I got you know more friends that I grew up with in Sugar Hill. That you know my homies now. I call mm-hmm. you know I do their taxes, all the good stuff, man. And they call me. They know I drop everything for them. Yeah. And you know, I don't have any problem with. Now, I mean. We'll get deeper into it, but I have no problem with T having guy friends. I mean, I know she she sees doctors and she has male nurses that she works with. To be to be jealous, suspicious. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of an insult. 
almost to me. Like, if T would, like, question, what are you doing with this? Like, why are you talking to this? I don't know. I would respond weird. But, I mean, luckily, she's always been trustful. I mean, trust is the main thing here. Yes. Trust is, if you have trust, then this is... And th- and there was a great there was a great quote in the article that I read and I, I wrote it down. Okay. It said, uh, "Sexual infidelity ultimately results from a lack of character, not a lack of constraints. After all, the, the safest dog in the neighborhood is not the one on the shortest leash, but the one with the most discipline." Mm. That's all you need to know. That's it. I mean, that's, you. you that's- you you can make rules and regulations for your spouse to you can't do this with this person or whatever, but if the person you know that's the leash you know per se, right? If the person doesn't have constraints, then there's nothing you can do. I mean, they can right. they could create a inappropriate relationship over the phone. You know, they don't have to meet in person. They could be you know sending bad stuff via text or DMs or whatever. So I think it's yeah. all about character, which is the main thing. I mean. You know it's not right. You know there's friendships and there's like crossing that line and crossing that line is, you know. And you know what it is. I you know, every Yeah, it's it's black and white. It's not it's not great. Magically happen out of nowhere. You yeah. just I mean but you're that kind of person that you know, I'm not that good looking for that kind of stuff to happen. Oh, come on, come on. Nobody nobody looking at me and be like, Man, that guy's good. I mean, but, but for real, like that, you know, affairs happen because the a conscious choice is made at some point mm-hmm. to stay over a line. Yeah. And, you know, the, the point is, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, if you feel like you're about to step over your line, then yeah, you need to take some precautions. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what, what we're not advocating here is for men just to go out and make all the female friends they want. That is not... No. But what we're saying is not being afraid of, of male yeah. friendship. Yeah. Female friendship. Yeah. And... and you're going to, I mean, this is the world we live in. I mean, you're, you know, you do an accounting, you do in taxes, like you're going to work with women. You have worked with women, right? Yep, like yep, for sure. Teaching, nursing, doctors, you know, engineers, like any, everybody, unless you're a monk. Choose, right. Choose any sort of background, any sort of career. There are women doing those careers. So, yep. you know, it, it's going to happen. And I would rather you build meaningful working relationships and friendships because it's a lot better to be working with someone that you like mm-hmm. than than to be like scared all the time that you're gonna want to you know try and tear somebody's clothes off. Kind of <laughs> like I, I part of it I don't get. I mean, I, I I get. I don't get. Don't be wrong. I'm not claiming to be perfect. You know, my my struggles are my struggles. Oh, for them. we all got. You know, I have plenty of female friends and, you know, ones that I work with, ones that I text about on stuff. And, mm. like, at no point am I ever thinking about, man, I would I would really love to just <laughs> – I just don't. I mean, I just yeah. – you know, those are people – I mean, and partly it's because those are women that I care about and respect. Exactly. So exactly. I'm not going to mean somebody with that kind of thing. Exactly. And, you know, especially – not even especially, I don't know. But and also if they're married, you know, because most of them are. Yeah. But even the ones that it's just kind of like I, I have the utmost respect for, for you, and yeah. I also have the respect, more importantly, for my wife. Exactly, that's that, what it's about. You know, I, I'm my wife knows that we're we're trying to protect our marriage, and, and we are vigilant about that. Yes, and I'll, part of that vigilance is making sure we know that that we shouldn't interact with the the opposite sex without you know losing control the mm-hmm. way you know. Yeah. Uh, I was raised by a single mom, so right. single mothers are a weak spot for me. So I'm always spinning over backwards to help. Yep. 
I'm not doing it behind T's back. You know, nope. I've developed friendships that way. You know, I've helped people move. I've, uh, you know, bought groceries. I've, I've, I've picked up hitchhikers on the side of the road before. You know, I don't like seeing women walking on the side of the road, especially older women. Right. If they look like, Absolutely. if they look like they just left the club, then I mean, I can't. <laughs> I got. I got. I got to keep moving. I ain't trying to be caught in no situation. But if I see somebody, no. you know, especially a woman with child, I'm, I'm picking them up. Nine times out of yeah. ten, unless I'm like late for something. Right. So, I remember one time I picked up a girl and. Uh, I think no, maybe it was a guy. I can't remember. I picked up somebody. And I called. I called him boss. And uh, Andrew, he was probably like four, and he he really thought that was my boss. Like, hey, hey, where's your boss? I'm like, that's not. It wasn't my boss. I just call him boss. Anyways, I, him <laughs> I, I I clicked on another link. In that link, it was uh, it, it was sort of the same guidelines, but they had fifteen points or fifteen things that her and her husband do to kind of kind of gauge, not gauge, you know, kind of like guidelines or maybe for their opposite sex friends. Okay. I'll go through them real fast. I didn't read that. Right, They're not many. All right. Uh, so the first one was, you know, keeping your friendship close with your with your spouse, you know. Absolutely. Date nights, you know, communication, you know, for sure. Now, I was going to say, I mean, part of the problem with those issues is like you put your marriage on autopilot. Yeah. And yeah. You just, and you, yeah. You're like, You've got to be constantly evolving your marriage. You've got to be. Yep. I mean, I don't think you have to be like, you know, you got some of these couples who they're always buying something different and better. I don't mean that. I mean, like, spending meaningful time with your spouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Let me pause that real quick. That something, something uh, uh, as simple as go ahead, watching I'm, a TV show. Go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. No, you're good. Yeah, um, I, speaking of watching TV, I was watching uh, Celebrity IOU. You seen this show with the Property Brothers, and they're with celebrities, and they're like helping people out. Yeah, you saw it? No, I, I've watched Property Brothers. I don't think I've seen that one. It's a new show. It just came out like two, three weeks ago. The first one was with Brad Pitt. The second one was with the second one was with uh, Melissa McCarthy, and she did okay. she did something for her uncle and aunt. They were both cops. Uh, he got like paralyzed from the neck or from the waist down or something he's able to walk now but you know it's a long journey and anyways he fixed up she fixed up their like basement with the help of the property brothers and they had a record player in there and uh they played a record and he looked over at his wife he's like i still want to dance with you like it was the first day and they got up and started dancing i'm like that is romantic right there you can't beat that got a little teary out man I'm, I'm getting, i mean I'll, I'll be honest we don't know we don't dance, but anytime uh, oh, wait, no, we don't dance. Well, I dance. My finger comes on. My wife and I sing. I mean, that's that's nice. We, yeah, we we'll rock out like it's a hairband concert. Me and Tio sing like random hymns out of nowhere from, from Pensacola. We always sing like a random well, like random hymn. We do have that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so number two is no secrets. You know, obviously. Yeah. Uh, number three. Absolutely. Number three, know each other's passwords to like Facebook and their cell phone locking screen stuff. Like, just it's the same thing as no secrets, pretty much. Keeping keep an open door. The only reason I even lock my phone is because I use Google Pay and it makes me lock it. Yeah. Otherwise, my phone would just be unlocked. Like, yeah, yeah. All yeah. My, like, whatever you want to log into, whatever you want to open and look at, you can open and look at. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the same as me. Um, curfew. She, they were talking about not being with an opposite sex person after a certain time of the night, but I don't, I, I don't 
I don't know. I mean, I agree with that for sure, but I don't know that you should be, unless it's like a situation where I was in, where I'm like going ring shopping or jewelry shopping with a girl. I don't see why you would be out to like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess curfew's okay. What do you, what do you think about that? Like they I said, mean, you, I, you can I, hang out, you can hang out with a, a woman, but not after nine o'clock. That's what they were saying. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably push it a little bit farther than that. It's a social event. I mean, yeah. I, but I mean, I mean, I think curfews are good in general. I mean, I think if you're out at two a.m., not at home with your wife, I'm pushing much. Whether you're with a woman or not, I'm kind of like. I just can't. I, don't know. I can't see me out with a girl. You know, past. You know. Past a no. certain time, I can't. I can't see no. myself. I can't. I can't either. By myself. No. Um, the next one was uh keeping your spouse closer than any friend. You know, which I agree with, even though they're not your best friend. Um, what? don't tell friends something spouse doesn't know. And then uh, number seven is you know knowledge of. You know, not sneaking around like I'm going to meet this person at Starbucks and I'm not going to tell my wife about it. Oh no, you can't do that. Yeah, they got to know. Yeah, invitations. So you know, if your friend invites you bowling, you know, make it a double date if you can. You know, or invite at least invite your yeah. wife. At least invite your wife. If they say no, then they say no. But you know, sure. Um, being friends with that person's spouse. Um, you know, yeah. T. You know, me and T has become close friends with my some of my female friends, and uh, I've become friends with her male friends, and it's just mm-hmm. it's easier that way. Um, if there's yeah, any attraction, too. go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, like two of my, two of my closest friends, John and Isaac. Like, you know, I'm also good friends with their wives. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've actually known them. I've known them longer than I've known the guys. So yeah. you know, I, I'm. But, you know, Lisa came in, and, and she immediately became good friends with, with their wives and with John and Isaac. And, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. You just, you just I, I just, I don't, I don't think it's that big a deal. Like, I mean, if you're, like, out here if just trying to, other, if you're trying to, like, like. If that's the case, you got other problems. Yeah, if you're trying to bang everything walking, then, I mean, yeah, you got, that's, that's, that goes back to the character issue. I'm going to yeah, be friends with, I'm going to be friends with who I'm going to be friends with. I mean, I, I never looked at that's it like. That's like a boundary. That's a lack of character. Yeah, exactly. Um, never complain to your friend about your spouse, your opposite sex friend. Um, I would, I would agree. Pretty, yeah, I, I, I would agree that. I can get I advice. Like that. I can go to my friends for advice. Like you know, T did this. You know, what do you think? And they'll pretty much put me in my place because everybody's team T. Yes. Well, but, I would say, like, if you, if you go to them, you need to go with them in the preface of, like, hey, you know, yeah. like, I'm trying to serve my wife better. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what do I, tell me what to do. Tell yeah, me not bashing. Like, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, not bashing. But, but not just being like, man, let me just vent what my wife's been doing. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yep. You'd be careful. Yep, yep. Uh, boundaries. I can't remember what that was about. I guess just set boundaries, I guess. Uh, no talking of sex, which, I mean, goes without say. Um, praying for marriage, praying for your marriage with your spouse, you know, mm-hmm. that no evil shall enter. And then a wild card, like flexibility, like maybe something comes up where you have to ask permission or something, which I ain't a huge fan of, but you, you know, happy wife, happy life, happy <laughs> husband, happy husband, no clubbing. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm for asking permission if you need to. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it doesn't make you a punk. It doesn't make you whip. You just... <laughs> 
Keeping your house, keeping your house. I mean, uh, I would peaceful. know my wife would ask permission on certain things too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And and it, and it really is less about asking for permission. Mm-hmm. It's more about being open with them. Like, yeah. It's more like if I ever seem like I'm asking permission for my wife, mm-hmm. like it's more of like, hey, I'm just making you aware. Yeah. Of of me doing something or helping out with something. Or, mm-hmm. Like I, I like I struggle with anxiety. I have two teachers I work with that are female teachers that we all three struggle with anxiety. Like yeah. we, I mean, it, it, it's tough sometimes. So oh like yeah. Things, especially if we're struggling with it. Like one of us might text each other. Like we have a group text in the morning of like, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm having a hard time this morning. So we always make sure like we pick each other up Yeah. when we get to school. Yeah. Like my wife knows and I, and I said, like, are you okay with, with me? You know, texting and my wife was like not only is she okay with it she, <laughs> she, was she went she went to one of them was like i'm so glad that zach has somebody to talk to about yeah. this because my wife doesn't understand my anxiety yeah which is fine it's, you know it's, it's hard to understand that stuff until you have it yeah 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 and so you know but but there was kind of a permission of like hey is this cool that I, but it was one more of those understood like hey well, i've got friends that struggle with stuff and we're here to keep an eye on each other we yeah. work in the same department and she knows like yeah. Ain't nothing going on, man. I have the, not only do I have that much respect for my wife, like I have that respect for those women. They're good people, but yeah. I'm not like I had a situation where um I was working with this girl. I mean, I didn't work there long. I didn't know her long. But she had like a um I guess a mental breakdown. I don't really know the, the medical term for it, but she was like inconsolable. She like turned super beat red. She was a white girl. Mm-hmm. She turned super beat red. Um, she was like, she was trying to call her mom. She was pacing up and down the hall, and she was trying to call her mom. Her mom didn't answer the phone. She just started like freaking out. So I was like, "All right, dude, let's." She was like, "I need to go downstairs to the freezer because we worked above this restaurant." Okay. And so she's like, "Come with me, come with me." I'm like, "All right." So I went down there with the freezer, and like I had to like hold her because she was like, I don't know what she was going through, but she was going through something bad. Right. And I couldn't see myself like, oh, sorry, my wife wouldn't, <laughs> my wife wouldn't allow this right now. Right. So Fairly, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, it's nothing sexual. I, I mean, I, I held like I held like a bear hug almost, like just trying to make her breathe, like slow down and breathe, breathe. Like, you know, it was it was scary to me. I'm like, what the heck do I do? Because I never ran into that before. So I mean, right. in those situations, you know, I'm not going to ask permission. Like, hey, hold on, let me call my wife right quick. This girl's having a breakdown. You mind if I give her a bear hug and calm her down? I told right. T about it, and that's the thing. Like, there's not a. If I talk to any of my friends, you know, female friends, you know, I'm pretty much telling T about it. Not, not, not doing it because I feel like I have to, but just, just topic conversation. Like, how was your day? Oh yeah, I talked to my friend Alex today. Or I talked to Daniel Danielle today. You know, just keeping that so keeping that line of communication open. Yeah. Yeah, being transparent. You got. I mean, that's why even if you're gonna have those relationships, you do have to be transparent. Yeah. It's like my wife. You know, she one of the people she works with in her department is a guy, and they. They text all the time about all kinds of. They watch the same movies and that. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. But, but like the point is, is that she's always telling me about. Oh, you know, he they, he sent me because we watch the same movies together. Yeah. Oh, you know, he sent me this movie to watch, and I'm like, yeah, great, another another awful rom com, but whatever. Yeah. Like the point, is we're transparent about it. We we talk to each other about it, and we just make sure the other one knows. Yeah. Like here's what I'm saying, and and. You know, if I tried to cover something up, my wife would, I mean, she knows me well enough where <laughs> she would get sideways look and be like, that's not right. Yeah. But that's because we're open with each other. Well, so. I mean, if you can't, if, if you, if you know your spouse is a jealous person, 
you can't expect to, her to change or him to change. You know, you just have to deal with it pretty much. If you love this person and they're jealous, you just can't have any friends. <laughs> you can't have any. Right. You can't have any friends of the opposite sex, and it's okay. I mean, some people can't handle well, it. Now, and honestly, in that case, you're probably not going to have any friends. Period. So, you know, it's not going to be. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. mean, people like that. It's it's rarely just you can't have friends of the opposite sex. It's it's more. Yeah. You can't have any friends other than me, and which I yeah. mean, have fun. Yeah, that's a whole different story. I don't, need part, don't even want any part of that. I got another declaration to make too. I already talked to um, my boy, I already talked to my boy Mark Zuckerberg, man. He's he he's got it in motion, man. He's got it in motion. We're working on it. All right. I got another declaration. No more side hugs. You know, when I grew up, I grew up in youth group culture. That was that was the ultimate, uh, you know, side hug. That that, that was, was the ultimate that was in that was in that article, you know, the Billy Graham thing was like, you know, side hugs and, and like, dude, if you're not gonna give me a hug, just give me your dap. Like, don't don't do that to me. Right. And, and for me too, like, I, I'll be honest, like, I'm a hugger. Like, oh yeah, I love hugging. I'm big. I'm gregarious. Like, <laughs> you got the big see, big beard. I, yeah, I mean, I see somebody I haven't seen in a while. Like, I want to give that person a hug. Yeah, like, I miss you. Like, it, it has not, there's nothing sexual about it. No, I love my friend. That's that's a that's how I show my affection. Now, you know, yeah, I, yeah. No more side hugs, guys. On. That doesn't mean that I'm going to give you a hug and I'm going to I'm going to hold you close for the. Well, yeah, for, that's it's you know, not like you're slow dancing. Just a, just right. you know, a quick hug. I don't do that with guys either, but. I hug, I hug men, you know, pause. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, there are plenty of, there are plenty of guys. That, you know, it's, it's funny. There, there are a few guys that I talked to that I've just been friends with since way back when. Mm-hmm. We, I didn't realize it, but like, we got to the point because we've known each other so long. Like, if we talk at the end of our conversation, like, all right, bud, love you, man. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And then my wife one day was like, did you just say you love so-and-so? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was Michael Cobb. Shout out to Michael Cobb. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, do you tell Michael Cobb that you love him? And I'm like, yeah, that's my, that's my boy. Like, My boy Joey. She kind of thought about it for a minute. She was like, yeah, I like that. My boy Joey, uh, he sent me a love text. He said, I'm just sending you no. a love text. I'm like, mm, okay, I love this. I love, he's one of the greatest guys I've ever known, man. So, I mean, just show love. It just, just no more I mean, side hugs. Like, just, get, just give me a hug or give me that. Don't, don't, don't do the in-between. Right. All right, we're thirty minutes in almost. Ooh. It flows, man. Eight, eight episodes in, man. We got it. I still we hate you, it. anchor. Oh, let's shout out to uh, Craig Pittman on the new logo. Uh, that, was, that was Craig Pittman. That was Craig Pittman, man. Well, you didn't tell me that. I didn't see that part, Craig. Thank you. That yeah. was fantastic. Sea Town Zone, man. Craig Pittman with the vision. Man, that looks good. Well, Y'all we get this. We, yeah. we got you. Yeah, I got him. I told him. I, 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 I took care of him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I took care of him. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he's, saying, we, get, we get real big. We're, we're, we get real big. Yeah, we get yeah. real big. Yeah, we're going to bring him on with us. We'll see a little bit of that, too. Don't yeah. worry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we'll be back. Diapers and Dog Houses. All right, we're back. Diapers and Dog Houses. I hate you, Anchor. Even though you, you got me doing commercials, I still hate you. All right, podcast question. Go to our website. You know the routine, diapersanddoghouses.com. Scroll to the bottom. Read the information or read the instructions. Send us a question. Keep your anonymity intact. We don't want to know who you are. All right, this person's name is Blank Man. 
His question is, my wife and I have been married for three years and have been trying to have a baby over the last year. We went to a fertility doctor and they have mentioned IVF, but the cost is too daunting. I also don't want to feel like I'm playing God in quotation marks. My wife has become obsessed about it and it's putting a strain on our marriage. Just give me some advice on dealing with this situation. Love the podcast. (sighs) <sighs> well, all I can say is um, the playing God. Oh, let me skip. I'll, I'll let you do the playing God thing. I don't know if you can look at that as a blessing that God has provided these options as a tool, or you look at it like I'm not having a child the way like naturally, so I'm, you know taking eggs and my sperm and mixing them and all the laboratory stuff they do, which I don't really know much about. But I went through this personally. We um, we had Andrew. I wasn't trying to have a child yet, but it happened. I was happy. Then we got pregnant. Oh, it was, I don't think Drew was a year old yet. Oh, he was a year. He was a year and three. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He was still He was still a baby. We got pregnant and we went like five months and lost a baby. So that was a trying time. And we'll touch on that topic. I want to do like a, a, a miscarriage like a day at the park or something. Like everybody that's lost a baby, meet us at the park. Right. Let off a balloon or something. We'll talk about that later. Um. So anyways, you know, after that happened, I was kind of traumatized by it all. Like I don't want to have another baby. I don't want to go through this again, this loss. Um, so we decided to, let's have another baby. This was probably like four years ago, five years ago. And we're trying, we're trying nothing. Nothing's happening. Um, you know, we're doing all the stuff they tell you to do, you know, have, have sex on these days and, you know, you know, you got the apps and all this stuff starting to become daunting on us. And um, we kind of just gave up, you know. I didn't want to do the, I don't know if it was the playing God. Maybe in, you know, my subconscious I was thinking that. But I just felt like we already have one. You know, so many people don't have any, you know, that are trying. You know, right. you feel sorry for them. You know, we can always adopt. We can always foster, which always always been a soft spot for me is fostering kids. Absolutely. Um, so we... I'll tell you, I, this just this is just me personally. I quit a job. I was stressed out majorly. I quit a job. The night I came home from telling my boss I was quitting, I knocked T up. And I don't know if it was a stress thing. I don't know if it was uh, maybe I don't know. I don't. I'm not a doctor, but stress. I think stress plays a part in in not conceiving. What do you think about that? Am I just talking crazy? No, I agree. I, I think it does. And I think we stress. I think I think I think we stress so much about about having a baby. We stress so much, like you know, every month when you know the, it was like we both were depressed. Like, dang it, we thought we were pregnant this time. Like, we just knew we were pregnant this time. And so, it's uh, go ahead, man. So I mean, I, I don't know. You just gotta pray on it, man. That's my advice, dude. Just pray on it. You know. It can be a uh, it can be a strain on a marriage. You just gotta remember why you got married. I mean, it's I mean, yeah, if you can't have a kid, that sucks. But it's not about 
it's about you and your wife and you being happy and there are other options than just having a baby. You can't foster, you can't adopt. Right. And, I mean, if you if you prayed about it and you feel like the IVF is you know the right thing, then I mean, do it. I mean, I don't I don't judge anybody. You know, do what you got to do to get your happiness, man. As long as you ain't taking, as long as you ain't having abortions, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll take that out. Go ahead. <laughs> I would agree. So, <laughs> take there. Yeah. Hey, do you, I, so you know, looking at this, the first part about playing God. I mean, I can jump to the ethics of that. Like, that's a that's a a loaded statement of playing God. Like, mm. people in a lot of trouble sometimes. Look, if you're the only way you're playing God is if you are creating something out of nothing. Mm. Essentially, if you are a believer in God or a deity that, that it has some sort of creative power, mm. then the, that deity, and you know, for us, you know, for me and you, it's, it's Christ, and yeah. the Christian God. Yeah. Like, we, we believe that in some point, in some way, God created. There was nothing, there was something. Mm-hmm. IVF is not that. Mm. IVF is just taking two things. Mm-hmm them together whereas then they wouldn't come together yeah they they it's just not that's that's just not playing god that, yeah. that is just you know the i think the other issue people talk about this with a lot is the same thing as like with mental health so people are like well you know playing with your brain yeah look your reproductive system is the same way as your brain is the same way as your kidneys is the same way as your pain like it's just bodily functions and if something's not working it's okay to, to, to do something to help with that. Mm. I have type 1 diabetes. Mm-hmm. It's playing God for me to take it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know, it, if, if you got kidney problems, like medications you take is not playing God. Yeah. It's, it's helping you, you know, live a better life or stay alive. Yeah. So in that case, you know, with IVF, it's just not. If there's there's nothing you can show me, there's nothing you can tell me, both spiritually, biblically, ethically, that, that would say that's anywhere close to playing God. Mm-hmm. I get why people say that. Yeah. But but what that's doing is, like, things just don't work. We're broken people. Like, yeah. we're, we're fallen. Things don't work. We have bodies that don't always work right. And, and that's why God gave us the mind for science. Yeah. We, yeah. we live in a, I mean, the fact that we live in a day and age where we can do that. Yeah, is incredible. I'm a, big, I'm a big proponent of, of modern science because there, there's a reason God gave us brains. There's yeah. a reason that God gave us the kind of brains that can can actually do the deep thinking and and solve the complicated problems in the world. Mm-hmm. Like that's nothing to scoff at. Now it's not something to get arrogant about either. Yeah, but like giving us this ability and and you know thinking back, you know if it were a hundred years ago, like. This oh. wouldn't even be possible. Yeah. In the same ways, if I got diabetes 120 years ago, I wouldn't be alive right yeah. now. Yeah. Like that's modern. That's modern science. So be be a, be willing to utilize that. Yeah. Uh, and then cost. I get that. I mean, cost is just a struggle. I mean, that's that's our medical system. Period. Yeah. You know, sometimes that can be viewed as an elective um, procedure. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I get that depending on your insurance. There there are a lot of. I mean, I, I there are you know clinics that that specialize in you know helping folks out that uh have trouble paying and you gotta you have to make that decision whether or not you know mm-hmm. that that kind of you know putting payments on it is, is going to be worth it to you and yeah that's the cool thing about medical debt too like you could go get it and have them do it and then like if you can't pay your medical debt what are they gonna do come like repo your kids <laughs> like, medical debt pretty flexible like that's the thing yeah, about yeah, that. Like, yeah yeah we... like once they get any money they're t- they tend to be happy so 
Yeah, we spent. Uh, you know, I definitely don't worry about playing God, but I but I get. As far as, as far as the strain on the marriage, I mean, that's just something you need to go to counseling about. I mean, it is, and I get it. I'm not saying that it, it's that's undue strain. I mean, oh yeah, you know, I had an old I had an old pastor who who always used to say, you know, make sure your children aren't your idol. Yeah. there are a lot of parents that do that, mm-hmm. but that's easy to say to to people that have children. It's yeah. a lot of hard to say to people that don't. So I would never, you know, I would never go that far because I, I mean, I. Yeah, I have not been through it, but I have walked through a number of friends who have struggled with it. Yeah. So, like my heart goes out to them. Like, I, oh yeah, I got I got a family. I, I got I got some family that I love. They're the sweetest people on the earth, man. They they never had children, man. I know it hurt them, man. But you know they 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 always kept a good attitude about everything. They loved on me like I was one of their kids. So, yep. It's, I, uh, one of my know, closest friends, they they had multiple miscarriages, and you know I'd see people out here having kids, and I'm like, there is no way. <laughs> While my friend over here, who would make beautiful, wonderful parents. Yeah. Now, thankfully, God did bless them with a kid, and then later blessed them with another surprise kid. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you know, uh, you do. You definitely do question, like, why do why do they have kids and this couple over here doesn't? And you know, they're treating right. their kids like crap. But God doesn't make mistakes. Nope. And and you know, all you mentioned it, but looking at fostering, looking at adopting, like. There's I'm a ton, big, I mean, he's ton of kids, he's ton of kids out here. There's so many kids that need parents. Yes, Gosh. yes. You know, working in a an alternative school, like I've dealt with a lot of them that just struggle through the foster system. Yeah, and you know, they're just kids that need good parents. Yeah, and I know that's hard though. That's easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you. I mean, every um, every man wants to have like their bloodline carried on. I mean, they could they could talk like they don't care, but they care. Like every. And, and uh, you know, it's tough. I mean, it, take, it takes a great man with no ego to bring on uh, bring on a child that isn't theirs and love on them. Like, you know, like that This Is Us show, man. Right. Uh, they, they picked up that black kid like, you know, it wasn't no, it wasn't no problem, man. They picked up little right. Randall and uh, they, little love, Randall. They, they love him like they love uh, Kate and, uh, and what's, the, what's the other guy's name? Zach Morris. I can't remember the other guy's name. I can't remember his name. He's always whining about something, but yeah, yeah. Uh, prayers out to you guys, man. Well, I don't know who it, I wish I knew who it was now, but you know, well, I guess I don't. I don't need to know anybody's business. Yeah, but you trust, know, trust the science. I mean, that's what I would say. Trust the science. Explore yeah. your your option financially wise. Shoot, reach out to us if, if you worried about that. We'll help you out with that. Yeah, man, we'll start a fundraiser. I mean, we'll start a fundraiser, man. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's something. If it's that's if that's and if it is a strain, I mean, like. On one hand, you got to work on it in your marriage. On the other hand, you got to be understanding. You know, for for a woman, that is a defining thing. Even yeah. in this modern society with modern women, like that's still a defining thing for a woman to, to be able to have a child. And like yeah. just like you said, for a man to be able to pass on his bloodline, like yeah. those primal things about being human that that is you know. But it may not be God, It may not be God's calling. I know people that have tried the IVF and it still didn't work. So I mean, right. It may not be your calling in life. That don't mean that you know God doesn't love you or you know you're not special or you're not great enough to be parents. You know, it's just go find other kids that need love, man. There's other kids that need love. So, yep. Take mine. I did. <laughs> I did ministry for for ten or twelve years, and there are plenty of kids who came from broken homes who have both parents in the home, but really don't have both parents in the home. So yes, yes. Find your way into ministry and let those be your kids. Like yep. that's, you know, the kids I did, I worked with in young life, like 
I'll be honest, and I'm not just saying this, like they're every bit as special to me as, as my kids. I mean, yeah. I love my kids enough, and I'd I die for them. But yeah. if one of the young life kids called me right now with, with, you know, the weight of the world needed something, like I'd drop what I'm doing. Yep. I'd go to them because yeah. I love them to death. I got so, I mean, I got a, I got a few single, uh, I got a few kids that have single moms with no dad and do it. Yeah. I got one, the Marcus. I, I call him my son. He's my son. I, I send him money. Yeah. You know, I help him out with school books. I mean, I mean, school clothes and stuff. That's my boy. Like he was my boy before Drew even came. So, right. You know, he just turned 16. I'm about to go teach him how to drive and you know, take him to the golf course. And for every kid that's like that, there's five more. Waiting. Exactly. Is it waiting? Exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Well, let me give us let me give us a hand clap, man. That was a good answer. Good. Appreciate everybody listening. Yeah. Twenty twenty, man. What a year. Whew, man. What, what a year. It's almost May. This has, the, this has been the longest year of all week. Yeah. It's got to end sometime. Yeah, it'll end sometime, man. Be, be safe. Wear your mask. Yes, please. Wash your hands. Yes. And here here comes the guitar. I love that little guitar. I love that little guitar solo. I don't know who, who does it, who plays it, but I love it. I like it. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. All right.